Coming up on today's episode of the Ignited Life broadcast. The Bible says in, in, in one of my favorite psalms in Psalm, it says that we were like those who began to dream. <laughs> Our captivity was turned. My friend, do not ever lose your ability to dream because your dream fuels your faith. Welcome to the Ignited Life broadcast with Carl Terrell Turner. We pray that you will have a true encounter with God, receive practical teaching that will encourage and lift your faith, and that you'll experience the unconditional love of Jesus. So open your heart now to receive the ministry of God's Word. Well, praise God, everybody. Thank you so much for tuning in today. I'm so excited. It's going to be a good one. Let's dive right into the Word of God coming today from Mark chapter 11. I want to talk to you about faith's actions. Faith actually is action, but I want to pull something from this very familiar passage of scripture that many people are familiar with. If you've heard the word of faith taught and preached, but I believe you know, today you'll, you'll get something that you may not have heard before. All right. Mark chapter 11. I'm going to pick up in verse 12. And Jesus entered into Jerusalem and into the temple. And when he looked around upon all things, uh, there was evening and he went out from Bethany unto the 12. So he left Bethany, went to the 12 disciples, verse 12. And on the morrow, when they were come from Bethany, he was hungry. I want to pause right there for a second. So Jesus had needs. The Bible says that he was touched with the feelings of our infirmity. So Jesus knows what it's like to be sad, to be angry, to be hungry everything you and I've ever gone through could ever possibly face, Jesus has faced it. And not only has he faced it, he's overcome it. So that's something that we can take joy and we can take refuge in and comfort knowing that Jesus has overcome everything and has given us that same victory. So there's nothing you and I can face that we can't overcome. That's a different topic, but we'll pause that. You can say amen on that one. Now, he had some needs. He was hungry. That moved him to do something in verse 13. And seeing a fig tree afar off having leaves, he came, if happily, he might find anything thereon. That word, if happily, just translates, if perhaps. Not sure why King James didn't say perhaps. It'd be so much easier. <laughs> but he says, seeing a tree from afar off. Now let's pause there for a second. Faith always sees from afar off. If you can see it first, then you can see it. Can you get that? If you can see it, if you can perceive it on the inside of you, then you'll see it. Even if no one else can see it, even if no one else can believe it, even if no one else can hear it, if you, if you can see it from afar off, it might not be standing right there in front of you, but faith sees afar off and pulls what's afar off into the now. The Bible says in Hebrews 11 verse 1, now faith. So faith's time is now. Faith is not future. Faith isn't God is going to. Faith says God already has. It is. It is so. So I can see my future and I pull my future into the now and I have my future now. <laughs> All right. Are you with me? You staying with me? So he saw something from afar and that moved Jesus to do something. He was hungry. He had a need. He perceived and saw something that could meet that need and it moved him to do something. He came to see if 
that fig tree had figs on it. But let's look at what it says. The time of figs was not yet. So even though in the natural, it was not fig season, when he looked from afar, if happily, he had expectation that when I get there, there will be figs. Even though it's not right now, when I get there, faith has expectation, expectancy. What do you expect to see? Faith has some ingredients and some of those ingredients are hope, expectation, belief, persistence, fortitude, patience, and all that ingredients. When you put it in the bucket of faith, it now moves you. Faith is the action. So many people say, I have faith in God, but faith isn't belief. Belief is an ingredient of faith, but faith is the actually doing, the do part. I do now. I act as if it is so. Okay. And when he came to the fig tree, he found nothing but leaves. So Jesus's expectation is what moved him to go to this fig tree in the first place. You have to have expectation, even when it doesn't look like it, even when it looks like the season for your marriage isn't uh, isn't producing expectation, even when it looks like your children aren't acting the way they should expectation, even when it looks like you have applied to every single position on Indeed and 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 ZipRecruiter, and it seems like nobody's responding, expectation, expectation that now you've seen it from afar off. You've seen yourself in the management position and that now moves you to continue. No matter what, I continue. His hope moved him and Even when he was told no, Jesus responded. Verse 14, it says, and Jesus answered and said unto it. So stay with me now. You ready? So when, if happily, if perhaps he saw this fig tree, and I believe he spoke to that fig tree because he had expectation that even though it's not time when I get there, there will be figs. Why? Because I'm hungry. I'm ready to eat. <laughs> you all know we've been there. When you're ready to eat, we, we see the example, even uh, uh, Jacob and Esau, Esau would do anything for a plate of food. And so because this fig tree did not obey, Jesus said, no one will ever eat from you ever again. Why? Because that fig tree didn't obey the course of faith. Now, let's move on. Verse 15, they go to Jerusalem. And for time's sake, they go to Jerusalem. He empties the the temple. He's like, you know, my house will not be a den of thieves. And he, he, he clears out the temple. And then it becomes the next day in verse 20. In the morning, they passed by and saw the same fig tree dried up from the roots. This is less than 24 hours later. Now, for it's Christmas time. Um, we get Christmas trees. And you all know when you chop down the Christmas tree, it's still green. It takes about six weeks for that thing to start drying up and really, you know, be brown and start looking ugly. 
But this was less than 24 hours later. This fig tree is dried up from the roots, looking dead, gone, no hope. Peter said, hey, Jesus, the fig tree, it's withered away. Jesus didn't even say, yeah, you know what? That's right. He didn't even acknowledge it. He goes right into a lesson. Have faith in God. He Mark 11, 22, have faith in God. Having faith in God is having faith like God. But you can't have faith like God unless you have faith in God. You can't begin to operate in God's kind of faith if you you don't even have faith in God. If you don't even believe that he is a healer, if you don't even believe that he can take care of your financial needs, if you don't believe he can save your crazy uncle, if you don't believe that he can uh, be a nurse, if you don't believe that you, can, you can write the book not having gone to college, if you don't believe it, you can never operate in the capacity of faith's fullest potential. But in order to operate in faith's fullest potential, you've got to believe the word of God. You've got to believe that now faith is. You have to believe that my God shall supply. You have to believe that greater is he that is in me than he that is in the world. You've got to believe that all of my needs are met. You have to believe it. You have to see it and you have to perceive it. And nothing besides that, no one, no thing and nobody can be able to persuade you or deter you or move you off of what you solidly believe. And then he goes into verse 23, whatever you say, be removed, be cast into the sea. If you don't doubt, but believe if you don't doubt, but believe you can have whatsoever you say, listen, my friend, you're listening today. I want to encourage you to have faith in God. What can you see? What can you see today? Have you been or have you allowed the world to so beat down your esteem that you no longer can dream? The Bible says in, in, in one of my favorite Psalms in Psalm, it says that we were like those who began to dream. <laughs> Our captivity was turned. My friend, do not ever lose your ability to dream because your dream fuels your faith. And whatever you can see and whatever you can perceive to be true, that is what will be true. If you perceive and if you see yourself as broke, if you see yourself as a victim of society, if you see yourself a victim of America's so-called class system, then you'll never, ever step out of the boat and allow God's word to do for you what his word can do in you. My God, miracles can happen to those who believe. The Bible says nothing is impossible to those who believe. So I don't care where you came from. I don't care what side of the city, north, south, east, or west you were raised in. It does not matter. But if you'll take the word of God and begin to apply it and let that word seep and marinate in your heart, let that word of God ignite something on the inside of you and you perceive and you see and you begin to open up your mouth and say, it has to obey you. We see a tree, man. <laughs> a tree is a living thing. Everything in this world is a living thing. Our words are living things. And next week, we're going to get into that. But I want to encourage you today to open up your eyes and begin to dream and allow your perception be governed by the word of God. Do not allow news sources. Do not allow your social media timeline to govern your perception, but let God's word shape and mold what you can see. Faith comes by hearing. Fear 
comes by hearing. So if you hear negativity, if you feed into conspiracy theories, then all you'll have are conspiracy theories. But if you'll feed and stay plugged into God's word, then God's word will produce and manifest in your life. And you won't have a dead tree in your life, but you'll have manifested the thing that you've perceived in the name of Jesus. My friend, God has great things for you. This is your time. This is your season. Do not be ruled by fear. Do not be ruled by hesitancy. Do not be ruled by discouragement, but only be ruled by the word of God and God's word alone. The scripture says, let God's word be true and every man, anything else be a lie. Praise God. I want you to know that whatever need you have, if it's financial, if it is emotional, if it is in your family, if it is physical, whatever need you have, rest assured, God knows about that need. And according to Philippians 4, he's already supplied that need. He supplied the answer to that need in his word. Stop looking to the world. Stop looking to your family and look to Jesus, the author and the finisher of our faith. That's my time. Thank you so much for joining me today. I pray you received something that blessed you and gave you some answers. Again, next week, we're going to look into what it means to speak to the mountain and how that coincides with walking and living by faith. Again, thank you for tuning in. Remember, your best days are ahead because we walk by faith and not by sight. Thank you for joining us today. We pray that you were uplifted, encouraged, and challenged in your faith. And we'll share this resource with friends and family. You can find and connect with us on social platforms at The Ignited Life. You can also find great resources and content to fuel your everyday life. Visit our website, ignitedlife.org today. And while there, if today's message touched you and you'd like to support this ministry financially in reaching the lives of others just like you, click the Give link at ignitedlife.org. We thank you. And please join us again for the Ignited Life broadcast. And remember, your best days are ahead. Help this resource get in front of more people by subscribing and rating the podcast. So please take a few moments to do so. Thank you.